0: Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And today, Lindsay, we are going to a fabulous bed and breakfast right on the beach. Oh my goodness. I'm, I mean, I'm always excited for these episodes. I think I say it just about every week, but this is a new one. I don't know that we've done a, a beachside bed and breakfast. And I had never heard of this place before. I happened across it and was doing research and We may need to go here one of these days. It really does look nice. This is your haunted holiday at the Addie Sea Inn in Bethany Beach, Delaware. So this place, Lindsay, is called the Addy Sea, and it is named after the person who built the home, John Addy, and it's also right next to the sea. I mean, it is about as close to the ocean as you can get in terms of oceanfront. That is exciting. I know I said earlier that we've never covered an ocean side bed and breakfast. We've covered some places that were close, but I don't know that we covered anything that was like truly right there on the beach. Yes, this is right there. It really does look nice. I'm sure in the winter it's probably not as nice, which is going to reflect in the pricing in the wintertime. We'll get into that in the last segment here. But John Addy was one of the original settlers of Bethany Beach, Delaware, and he was actually a plumber by trade. And he built this home for his family, and it was the first house in the town to actually have indoor plumbing. He shipped in a lot of the fixtures himself to have them specially installed. and. This is actually going to play a little part in the haunting, potentially. So spoiler alert, there's a reason I'm talking about him being a plumber. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we've heard of like faucets turning on and off, but I'll, let, I'll save that for your next section when you talk about the hauntings. Yes, this place was originally built in 1901 and they actually had to move the house several times because it was so close to the ocean. And in the 1920s, there were some really major storm surges that hit the area. And so they had to actually pick up the home and relocate it a couple different times and this is like a mansion i mean this is not just like a tiny little cottage so how they did that i am not entirely sure it is still as close to the ocean as you can get but it is set back a little bit further than it would have originally been in the early 1900s so they must have like i mean especially way back in the day like they don't have the ability to just like pick up a giant mansion they they clearly took it apart and moved it in sections but who knows right that sounds like an undertaking i have absolutely no idea but if you go to the the hotel's website it actually has pictures of it over the years and actually being damaged and some of the major storms and some of the fixes that they had to do and that kind of thing Some of the history revolving the Addy family, so obviously they have a close tie to this place. They built this fabulous house for their family, so there's a lot of history and emotions tied to it. One of the stories about one of the Addies named Kurt, I'm kind of assuming it's like one of the children, maybe a grown child, because they had this house for, gosh, decades as a family supposedly and I'm unable to verify this anywhere he was doing some work on the roof and actually fell off of the roof at some point to his death during the Great Depression the house was still owned by the Addies, but what they ended up doing was they started kind of renting it out to different churches to allow them to house people for room and board so kind of like a nice Thing that they were doing for the community and eventually in 1974 they sold the home to a man named Leroy Gravatt III and I saw an interview with him and it's funny because he lived across the street and he said as a child he would always look at this grand house and he would think one day I am going to be able to afford something like this this would be my dream and they approached him offering, you know, would you like to buy this house? And he, of course, at the time was able to do that. He was nervous because it did take a lot of money because he wanted to renovate it, make it fabulous, little use a lot of the original fixtures that you'll even see there today. And he is the one that renovated it and turned it into the amazing bed and breakfast that is still there. That is so cool. I feel like, you know, have you... Some of our listeners have probably heard of it. It reminds me of like the secret, right? Like that, that thing where you, you know, if you visualize and you think about it and you imagine it, it's going to come into your life. And I I don't know that there's any truth to any of that, right? But I do think having positive thoughts and stuff, bring more positive things into your life because it is a good outlook, I think for most people, but it's interesting that he had that visual for his life and then he finally got it. That's a really kind of cool story. Yes, absolutely. And so not a ton of death surrounding this place. A lot of like, good vibes, people loved being here. So I think we go back to like, ghosts that might be like wanting to be there in the afterlife because it's their favorite location. Are we talking ghost vacations? Is that what we're talking? (laughs) Maybe. I'm not sure. (laughs) I mean, I've never even considered ghost vacations until we started this show, but it comes up pretty frequently. Well, and just looking at this place, honestly, I can imagine you would honestly never want to leave. There's, it's so funny because we cover haunted locations, which you think are old and, you know scary looking in some cases but you know what there's a lot of really cool really nice places that people like to go <laughs> and maybe even ghosts your haunted holiday now has patreon That's right. If you're a YHH addict and just want more, you can now get access to early released episodes and member exclusive episodes. Exclusive episodes will feature exciting new paranormal topics that don't fit our typical format, but I am dying to discuss them with our listeners. Think Bigfoot, UFOs, and other infamous hauntings. You can also get updates on some of our most recent trips with content that just didn't really fit into one of our normal episodes. Sign up now at patreon.com forward slash yourhauntedholiday or go to yourhauntedholiday.com to find the link. So Lindsay, again, there's just not a lot of tragedy surrounding this place. So we might be talking some ghostly vacations, but also I think some of this is just people who didn't want to leave, you know, members of the family, people who worked there. This is another place as well that, you know, if you're a little scared maybe of going to a haunted location, I don't think, I mean, some of this stuff might be creepy, don't get me wrong. But I feel like, you know, all these ghosts are pretty nice for the most part. Other than one thing I'll talk to you about, it might be a little, I mean, it would be startling, but I don't think it's malicious. We'll get into it. Okay. Well, I'm curious. There's always something. I feel like ghosts in general, it's the unknown, you know, and if something moves and you can't see it or you get touched or and there's no one there or whatever. I mean, that's all kind of creepy, right? I mean, it, it, the unknown can be scary. Totally. So this place has 12 rooms that are available. However, they say three of these rooms are haunted three specifically now they say the entire inn they believe is haunted like you could experience activity anywhere but three rooms in particular that i am going to talk about the first of those is room number one and in this room they say that there is actually a haunted bathroom and in this room, what's interesting is they say that this is John Addy's original tub that he brought to this house that he personally used, and it is not your standard tub. This is a 100% copper clawfoot tub in this room. So how old would this tub be then? How Remind me, when was this built? 1901. It's okay. a copper tub. And what happens when people take a bath is it will violently start shaking and scare the crap out of people. (laughs) That is kind of scary. I mean, I would definitely go ahead and do this bath if I got that room because we got to test it out. As the ghost hunters that we are, we got to test this out. and, And I guess hope for some violent shaking. Um, But that sounds pretty scary. (laughs) That was what I was talking about. Now, the question is, is it malicious? So they tested out the plumbing. They're like, maybe it's a plumbing issue. And, you know, nothing like that is making any sort of explanation. Although tons of people, I guess, have experienced this. This is not like one person that has had this happen, right? To the point where they're bringing in plumbers to try to figure out what's happening. But what's interesting is... John Addy was a plumber. It's his personal tub. Is he messing with the the plumbing, or is he like trying to tell people get the hell out of my bathtub? I wonder. Also, maybe. I mean, I certainly think that's a possibility based on my beliefs and ghosts. But is it possible that it's like the floor shaking, like the floor right there in that bathroom vibrating? But I mean, if it's violent shaking, it's not just a typical like you know rumble of the floor. Um, Because of like a large truck driving by or anything like that. that. It's something a lot more significant. Okay. That's so strange. That's a new one. I can't say we've ever had a vibrating tub (laughs) on our episodes. That's a new haunt. And it's copper. I wonder if there's anything to the fact that it's a copper tub. Does that kind of metal attract spirits or paranormal activity? Because I know certain minerals do. Maybe there's something to that, too. That's an interesting question. I wonder. Let's throw that out to our listeners. If anybody's heard of that, I mean, I didn't even think about it that way, but it's entirely possible. However, I think that it's John Addy telling you, get out of my precious tub, because it's kind of a unique thing. And he was a plumber. He, like, ordered all of these fixtures special for the home, and I just don't think he wants you in there. What's really creepy is you're taking a bath and there's like some creepy dude that you can't see probably like shaking the tub. <laughs> Rattle in the plumbing. Yeah, it's very creepy, but I think that's kind of a cool haunting. Yes, it definitely is. The next room that you're going to want to stay in, although I feel like it's hard to top room one with that shaking copper tub, is room number six. And this room is specifically known for hearing organ music, and there is no organ on the property. So they have no idea where this music is coming from. People will typically hear it inside the room, but also while they're walking by the room. Sometimes, even coming from within it. Ooh, that's creepy. Like, I think that's creepy. I, I I don't know. I just imagine this, like, you know, creepy music though coming from an organ is what I imagine. Like some, you know, stereotypical haunted mansion. You know, that's what I imagine. But I'm sure that's not what it is. I, who the heck knows? I don't know, but I mean, maybe that I didn't think of it that way either, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> I have an interesting perspective on these things. This is I'm just throwing out there what comes to my mind. <laughs> The other room that you're gonna wanna stay in that appears pretty haunted is room number 11. And they believe that this is haunted by a man named Paul Delaney. And Paul Delaney was a handyman that worked on the property. When he was there, he would stay in room number 11. He didn't actually die here though. He actually died in another state at a construction site. And so they think he's just like returning to the place that he loved and stayed in this specific room and what you're gonna see and this is creepy he's nice but he's creepy is he will be standing or sitting next to the bed well there you go he's a creeper that's what we call him that the ones that does he stare at people though while they're sleeping because that's the real creeper you wake up and these eyes are piercing you I didn't call him a creeper because I did not read anything about him staring at people specifically, but I imagine he might, but I do know, like, if I woke up and saw somebody sitting at the foot of the bed, I would panic, staring at me or not. Staring would be worse, but it would scare me. Does Do do these reports sound like he's an intelligent haunting, like he knows that they're there? Or does it sound like maybe it's just more residual and he's just still hanging out there? As far as I know, it sounds more residual. However, there are a couple other things that do happen in this room. One of which is there's a jacuzzi tub in the room. So this is like a pretty fancy adult place. I think most of the rooms have some sort of fancy tub or jacuzzi tub this one has a jacuzzi tub that will just randomly start running so the faucet turns on again going back to the plumbing issue Mm -hmm. so could be john addy could be faulty pipes but i imagine they've probably checked that and then the other thing that happens here is cell phones will randomly just shut off that is something that happens a lot right like It's interesting, though, it doesn't sound like their battery is draining because we hear about that happening because the theory is that that spirits are trying to take over the energy. They need that energy in order to, you know, do whatever they're going to do. But it's interesting. It sounds like the the cell phones in these cases are just actually just shutting off, not necessarily their battery draining. Right. As far as I could tell from what was out there. Yeah. So these, these ghosts, they're they're... They're working out this new technology. I mean, (laughs) it seems to be a a trend. Yes. So rooms number one, six, and 11, as a reminder, those are the rooms that you want to book. There are a couple other things that you want to look for here. Because if you're trying to book this place in the summer months, do it ahead of time. So if you can't get one of those rooms, obviously walk by, listen for the organ music, stuff like that. But you could also see apparently there's a ghost. They I could not find a description of this ghost that just runs around the halls in the middle of the night. So you could just run into a ghost, and I don't have a description, but along with that ghost comes the smell of perfume as well as music that's not explainable. That's interesting. So it's literally running around the the, the house. Yes, that is the description that I could find, and nothing more. I couldn't tell you what they look like. I'm imagining, since it's accompanied by perfume, it's probably a woman, would be my Mm. guess, but really unclear. The other ghost that you're going to want to listen for, remember I mentioned Kurt Addy, who fell off the roof, at least that's the rumor, When people are staying on the third floor, they will hear clear footsteps throughout the night on the roof. And it sounds like he's just kind of like restlessly walking around up there. But the other weird thing, and I only found one account of this, I don't know that this is like a widely known thing and take it with a grain of salt, but it's strange, is apparently the obituary of Kurt will just suddenly appear in front of people's eyes and manifest itself and then disappear and this could happen what? anywhere so this one account of it basically was saying that this is what so- they've heard several people experience yes uh, obituary just kind of appearing in front of their eyes and then slowly disappearing all right so i'm skeptical here um but maybe there's like a psychic or something that's seeing this i mean i, I don't know I, I can't ever imagine myself seeing an obituary just out of thin air. Yes. I, I, I just can't. Although, I guess when I saw a ghost, I, I didn't think that that would happen either. So, and there's there it a, was. Lindsay, there's a lot of things we've talked about that I couldn't personally imagine happening. That's like, true. remember the pictures that alter themselves in certain places and there's suddenly yes. like skulls and stuff in them? Like, I mean, there's a lot out The there. statues in the lobby at the Keo house. I'm like, come on. I, I walked by those things so many times watching like move. It's not going to move, you know, yeah. is what I thought. But, you know, I am totally happy to be totally like completely surprised and come across something new. You just never know. So out of those rooms, Lindsay, what would be your preference to book room number one with the tub? Room number six with the organ music or room number 11 with the handyman that stands at the foot of the bed and the jacuzzi that goes off? I would probably go with room number one because it sounds like that's more of a consistent haunt. It's like a really specific thing. Like it's like the trigger object is there waiting for you to utilize it, right? So I would, I would book room number one because I think it would be kind of an interesting thing if you could catch it. Totally agree. That is the same room that I would select. So Lindsay, I just got to say, this is right up our alley. There's a lot of perks to staying here. There's a lot of things that they give you. So when you pay for a room at this place, you get a lot of little extra stuff and honestly, It reminds me a lot of the St. Francis Inn that we stayed in in St. Augustine to a degree. But maybe even like nicer than that to some degree. I don't know. I, I mean, it would be a tough comparison. I'd have to stay here in order to know for sure. But I mean, like I said, this place is oceanfront. It is beyond beautiful with views and they have a full wraparound porch so you can go eat out there whatever you know you want you can just hang out there and drink your coffee but also it comes with a gourmet breakfast every morning with an on-site chef so if you have like a a special need like an allergy like that chef is going to make an accommodation is even what the website says so it's not just like a You know, everybody gets this, like, apparently the food is supposed to be pretty good. And there's even, it's even been highlighted by some different news organizations talking about different food in the area, and apparently this place is pretty awesome and known for the breakfast. Now, the other thing that it offers is in the evening, there is tea and a freshly baked treat for you when you come back. But also during the day, they offer you beach chairs and towels that they will set up, which is huge because there's nothing worse than going to a beach place and not having beach chairs with you because you're on vacation, you flew, and -hmm. this place has them available. And in the summer, when you're sitting on the beach, they will bring you a light lunch. Oh, what? That's nice. So think about this folks, and it depends on where you're at, but Lisa and I really like a beach. We've been to many. It can be expensive to rent chairs and umbrella. Lisa and I are pale. We require an umbrella. This is just a must have. I need some shade in my life when I'm laying on the beach, but it can be expensive. So that as an addition to at least get the beach chairs and towels, that is actually a pretty good savings. If, if you really think about it, because a lot of beaches, it can be like $20 or more a day just to get some beach chairs, probably more than that. Um, I've seen it be a lot more than that in some cases, um, just depends on where you are. So that's a big savings, not to mention the food. So that, that's right. a pretty good perk. Right. You get breakfast year round. In the summer, you get a light lunch. You get some fresh baked item in the evening. And then you just really have to accommodate yourself for dinner at that point, right? I mean, it it really does sound nice. And the other thing that I personally like about it, and this is just gonna depend on the individual, is that it is a 21 and older location. So this is a no kids, really more of an adult place. I mean, it is historic looking, but they did a really good job. Like the rooms have like pretty wallpaper and there's, it's, it's very, Pretty and cute. It honestly looks like very much like a romantic getaway kind of place as well. Okay, that sounds good. So it sounds like almost maybe maybe kind of a, a like somewhere in the middle between the St. Francis Inn and like Hamilton Turner. Yes, but with... maybe not as fancy as Hamilton Turner, but really nice. Maybe a little bit more updated than the St. Francis Inn. Yes, yep. Yeah. But okay. with some cool perks like the beach chairs and stuff, which I like. Yeah, I think that's a great, uh, great addition. That's what's so great about some of these bed and breakfasts, is they come with some additional stuff that you just don't really think about, but it really does make a big difference in your stay there um, because they they have guests in this particular location all the time. So they know some of the little things that they can offer, they're, they're gonna make a big difference for you. We keep mentioning the St. Francis Inn and if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. It was a super fun stay that we did in St. Augustine, but they had all these kinds of things too, but they also had bikes, Which, honestly, the bikes we actually used. And it was made a huge difference. It was great. We got all around the city without having to pay for an Uber or a Lyft. We just rode bikes around. It was pretty flat. So, yeah. I mean, these these places are great. I highly recommend. If our listeners have not done a bed and breakfast, go check it out. It is usually a pretty nice stay. I really enjoy them. And this is a nice one. And the Addie Sea is like one of maybe the most famous location in Bethany Beach. So this is like one of those places that is a landmark there. It is it is pretty nice but I wouldn't say as fancy as Hamilton-Turner Inn or the Keo House but I mean it's fancy. Let's talk about the prices on that note because it's not cheap but it does include all those things and these prices are gonna vary vastly during certain times of year. Okay? So Right now, for example, it's winter in Delaware. Not a lot of people are hanging out the ocean, so it is much cheaper. So if you're not necessarily somebody who wants to go out into the water and you just want to have the nice ocean views, maybe wintertime is the time to go for you and you can get that discount and enjoy that good breakfast and and this vacation town. But in the summer, it's going to go up massively okay and again this is one of those places you want to book ahead of time because it is really really popular and it sounds like it books up pretty quick not necessarily from ghost hunters although it's considered one of the most haunted places in delaware it's mainly people that just go there every year because they love it so much so let's talk about i'm going to talk specifically about the three haunted rooms and how much those cost room numbers one and room number 11 Those are the same price. And right now in the winter time, it costs about $150 a night to stay here. Okay, that's reasonable. It's winter time, you don't get the beach perks, but if you're there for the haunting, that's worth it. And you get a good breakfast. Yes, absolutely. So if you're there for the haunting, now might be the time to do it, okay? Mm -hmm. Because it is reasonable. Now, if you wanna go enjoy the ocean and you're gonna be there in August, That's the height of the season for them. The highest price is going to be about $380 a night. So pretty pricey, but again, it's height of the season and they're a pretty popular oceanfront location. Now, do you know, so those particular rooms that you're talking about rooms one and 11, if I remember correctly, are these like king bedrooms? Yes, um, I believe so. I, I would have to go yeah. back and look at it, but their website lists them all out you know, by room number, so you can easily go pull it up. And they have a lot of pictures of the rooms as well. They're all really cute. So do that, but they do a good job of listing their prices by the time frame as well, which is why I'm able to provide it so clearly here because it's so clear on their website. And the other room was room number six, the one with the organ music and that one's a little bit pricier because it's it's a bigger nicer room and that one is hundred and eighty dollars now versus four hundred and twenty dollars in peak season Woo, that's pricey but it does sound really nice i mean peak season i get it you're on the beach you're paying for location if i'm ever in delaware in the winter this is going to be my stop not so sure about summertime I couldn't afford it for a week at a time. Like I just couldn't. No, I mean, Lisa and I book some of these places every once in a while, but it's like a day or two days, you know, we, we keep it really, like we limit it because we just, we can't do more than that. It's just, it gets pretty pricey, but it's always really fun and it's fun to go see these places and start to compare, you know, and, and, you know, figure out what things are really fantastic that we can share with you all. Well, this place sounds cool. I'm with you, Lisa. I will definitely be making a stop there if I'm ever in Delaware for at least a night if it's in peak season. But yeah, maybe I would be more likely to book probably in winter just to get the haunted room. I'd try to book number one. Yes, and you'll probably have better luck booking it in the winter as well to get the haunted room. No doubt. No doubt. All right, everyone, if you're enjoying the show, make sure to spread the word. That's how we grow as a podcast and get more listeners. If you know, friends and family that are into the paranormal, they're into history, any of this stuff, let them know about us. Also make sure to rate us five stars. If you're enjoying, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Have a great week. And thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy, everybody.